This is an OSV Podcasts production. To learn more about OSV Podcasts Network, visit osvpodcasts.com. FIG Ministry presents the Catholic Influencers Podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts, Father Rob Gallia and Justine Cumbo, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Mass readings and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective. For a shorter, more reflective explanation of the Gospels, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influences, Father of Galia Homilies. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. We're back. <laughs> it is, we are back. Yet another episode <laughs> of the Catholic Influences podcast. It's good to be here. It is good to be here. It's fun. I, I think I, I really enjoy our podcast. It's it's always hard work studying, especially for me. I have like an ADHD where I can't study. I, it's such a struggle. He studies on a trampoline <laughs> while he's jumping. <laughs> More like I study when I'm driving, like not reading, but I listen to audiobooks. That's how I get, get all my information. I can't. But... Anyway, after the, all the hard work of studying, it's just, it's always fun to be here. Um, it's a I, sense I of accomplishment, so isn't it? Once yes. you've studied, like it's anxiety up until you've done the study. Why don't we, yeah, anyone else it's struggle? But even, <laughs> even, nah, it's great. And I, I notice it, even my parishioners tell me, oh, Father Rob, like, oh, your homilies are getting better. <laughs> the more important. <laughs> yeah, because the there's these two girls that really inspire me. That's <laughs> exactly. what you say, right? <laughs> hey, guys, I just want to acknowledge the fourth person in this yeah, uh, podcast, if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> it's um, the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Beautiful statue. And do you agree with me? A beautiful statue. But it looks like the statue is creeping up behind Father Rob <laughs> and is about boom. to go boom. <laughs> 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 Sometimes Jesus shows up in our life in a very surprising way. <laughs> but it is a beautiful statue. I it love is, the Sacred Heart. Uh, and we're, we're grateful because this is part of our um, FRG ministry chapel as well. So, um, But <laughs> we usually move it. But it's really heavy. Yeah. I mean, he's... A heavy Jesus. Hey. I can say, I like it. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, not, not holding back on the carbs, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good. Okay. What's happening? I, I, I'm, <laughs> I don't know what's I happening. I feel like I'm looking at Alyssa because I'm pretty sure you have a question. To <laughs> oh, am yes, I asking exactly. the question? I wasn't sure if I was asking it. Okay. <laughs> we don't know what to do when Father Rob doesn't talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> question. Have you ever won a competition? Yes. <laughs> I want two notable ones. The first was at a Maltese dinner dance about six years ago, and I won coffee, tea, and sugar containers. Well done. But what, what it was what, the first thing in my what, life I won. No, okay, you won that, but yeah. you won it as a raffle or as yeah. an achievement? I mean, there's only one way to do a Maltese dinner dance, and it's with food and a raffle uh, a with raffle. really so mediocre price, <laughs> prizes clearly I'm like I never win anything and the first thing I win is some ugly cheapo sugar well that's good you're, you're getting married soon so you can use that um, in your collection in your, you in your look hey but also more notably I did win there was no prize other than a sense of pride I won a steps challenge I walked 15,000 steps a day for a month oh, two wow. toenails fell off after that <laughs> oh my I only did it to prove a point they, and they are framed next to my sugar ew, container ew. No, inside the sugar <laughs> container and guess what you're getting for Christmas this year <laughs> <laughs> a sugar container Woo, with a special surprise inside. Have you won anything, Father? Yeah, I'm interested well, to hear this. 
I've, I won a few things. Um, <laughs> well. <laughs> but uh, I, two notable things was when I won a prize um, at every year for in, in my pr primary school, like secondary school, for the first few years, I won for the progress. It's called the progress prize. <laughs> 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 Is that the equivalent of the well done, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> well done. So no, it's just basically like you were really bad and now you're bad. <laughs> so the, I was just like, it's like, if, if any, just, it, it's an encouragement. Like, keep going, keep going. So and I look won. at you now, Father. Yeah, You've come such yeah. a long yes. way. <laughs> <laughs> so I won those progress prizes. But uh, yeah, I, school prizes, I won a few. And once as well, which I often speak about, is uh, I won the, uh, the most, most kind-hearted student in the Aww. school. But it was... Yeah, if we could one, zoom yeah. in on your face right now, this would be the perfect moment. <laughs> cue the soft, gentle no, music. No, I tell you what we cue. We'll listen to Alyssa. So Alyssa <laughs> is going to come up with a list. She's had to choose from an, extensive, from an Sorry. extensive array of prizes. Look, I will say that my year 12 awards assembly, I cleaned up. Like oh. yeah, of course you did. <laughs> there were a few academic awards in there and I got the best all-rounder, which was very exciting. Love it. But no, my question was like, my sister won a competition today. She won some shoes. Oh. She wanted this expensive pair of Nike runners that were like $400. And she applied um, to win the women's and the kids' size because we both have very small feet. She applied on behalf of herself and her husband. Yes. And if you won, you got the shoes for $150. And she rings me. She said, she said I won. And she rang me five minutes later and she said, Anthony won as well. No way. So she won both. So her now, husband and her. Yes, my her, my brother-in-law. So um, I have some shoes too. <laughs> that's that's Which I had to pay $150. Yeah, I know. But now, still, okay, like, tell us what other prizes you won. You won... Uh, I won oh, the surely. academic awards for Ari, actually. Singing awards. Singing, Italian, music, and the all-rounder. Like, yeah, they're probably like the most... <laughs> There there few, makes sorry. me sick. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well I done. like me a treat. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that we feel terrible about ourselves, um, no, nah, that's great. Congratulations. Thank well you. done. Thanks. <laughs> okay, on that note, let us pray. <laughs> mm. well, I'll say, let's say a prayer. All the listeners as well, let's turn our hearts to the Lord. This um, podcast is all about. Um, going deeper in our relationship with God, especially understanding the gospel reading that's coming up. And we need to prepare our hearts, not only our brains, but also our hearts to, to be ready to receive his word. So we'll pray in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, we invite you into our hearts and especially into our minds at this moment so that we may understand your word. Lord, we ask that you give us a love for your word we may understand it more and understand how you speak to us, correct us and encourage us through your holy scriptures. We trust in you, but Lord, we invite you to speak. Mm. Here we are, Lord, ready to do your will. And we ask your blessing and peace on us, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 So we'll have um, a word from our sponsors. This production would not be possible without the support of our FRG ministry partners and donors. Your ongoing support ensures that our online masses, online courses, podcasts, TV programs, school youth and parish outreaches continue to reach millions of people across the world. Please prayerfully consider giving a one-off donation or becoming an ongoing ministry partner. 
then join us in our mission to share the love of Jesus and his message of hope to the ends of the earth. Find out more at frgministry.com slash donate. So we're going to be breaking open the gospel reading that's coming up for this Sunday, and that's the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 1 to 12. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you will know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Jesus answered, Don't you know me, Philip, even after I have been among you such a long time? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak of my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father. I want to start off with the last verse, that you will do even greater things. What does that even mean? What, what do you mean, God? That's a, some people, this is, of course, has been debated a lot, like that we as Christians will be, do even greater things. And it's not, you see, the, the expression of the thing can also be, because you're more people, you can do greater things. No, he was talking to you as the individual, you mm. as the Christian, you, not as plural as the church, but you as an individual will do even greater things than this. And I think this is sometimes, uh, even I look at uh, the way ministry works and the way sometimes we have platforms that, for example, you know, the most that Jesus spoke to would have been 15, 20,000 people, mm. you know, and he performed miracles in these ways. But we see even today, like uh, crowds of hundreds of thousands of people, mm. uh, millions of people and uh, the opportunities we have, and not only standing on a stage, I'm talking about from social media. And so how, what a responsibility we have to be this instrument of God, to do the greater things that God has called us to do. And, but also with the power and in the power of the Holy Spirit. So very often we stand on even God's platform and try to do it by our own strength, which is absolutely a waste of resources, a waste mm. of a platform. Mm. So, yeah, how, uh, what, what a beautiful privilege that we have to do greater things. And even us as listeners, you know, like, what, a, what are you doing with the responsibility you have, with the platform you have, the social media you have, the um, influence you have, political influence you have, and also um, the influence you have to, by changing the world through your decisions, even shopping behavior, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So, then, so I started from the last verse. Now over to like you. That. <laughs> That's great. I mean, I'm going to go to the first verse. <laughs> there you go. Um, you know, where Jesus invites them to not let their hearts be troubled. And I am a, a freaker outerer. 
You know, yeah. that's just my nature. I'm a Martha. I, I fret and I, um, my heart does get troubled a lot of the time. Um, but in this scripture, he says very specifically to his disciples, let your heart not be troubled. Um, they had a lot of reasons to be troubled in that moment, oh, yeah. you know, that Jesus had just told them that one of them was a traitor. Mm, that's quite troubling. Uh, that all of them would deny him and that he would leave them that night. So they had legitimate reasons to be troubled. And yet this is the instance which Jesus mm. quite clearly says that to them. Um, you know, and, and what can we take from that? You know, are we supposed to, as Christians, just be cheerful and happy chappy all the time? Are we supposed to, is there something wrong if you're like me and we fret and we worry and we are troubled with the things that happen in our lives or the, the worries of the future? Is there something wrong with my faith if mm -hmm. I'm troubled? It's, it's not what Jesus is saying because he himself in scripture, it specifically says at, at certain points that, um, he was distressed, you know. Um, I can't remember what the wording. Well, even uh, that, <coughs> he distressed in many scriptures. Like I remember with Lazarus, you know, he was mm. there was a distress, yeah. and and even the distress he had, this plankamizomai, which is where he was standing over Jerusalem, and he felt sorry for them. Mm. He felt distressed for them. Yeah. But yeah, what does he mean? Do not let your hearts be troubled. Totally. And and I think that there's a simple answer, but it's also, I'm kind of like, cool, I've experienced my heart not being troubled when I place my trust in God mm. over time. But, but that's exactly what it is, that while we can't prevent this stress happening in our life or these troublesome uh, thoughts uh, in our life, that we can overcome it. Yes. It's not the end. And with Jesus, we can overcome these things. Um, so instead of giving into a troubled heart, instead of giving into the whirlwind of these thoughts, instead of giving into these pressures, what if we actually turned around? What if, what if we actually did a 180? What if we actually ran to Jesus instead? Um, yeah, but what does that look like? How does that, how does that look to... Look, it's a tricky one. I think off the top of my head, I would just say create a habit of being rooted in the truth, like mm. reading scripture, hanging out with people who remind you of these truths mm. at the moments that you're low as well. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I think yeah. if you create that habit, it's you always run to Jesus in everything. Yeah, It's not just like it's going to happen. You just remember, oh, when something gets bad, I'm going to run to Jesus. Mm. Like you're always running to him anyway. So yeah. that it's, mm. yeah, I think retraining them, the, a lot of these troubled hearts and troubled mind stuff, can, it can come from like the stuff within our own minds, like the self-talk that we give as well. So mm -hmm. if we're filling ourselves up with the truth, then that's what's going to come out. Mm -hmm. if that, does that make sense? Yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. And also I think it's about don't stress about the stress. If you get stressed, <laughs> it's okay. But don't stress about the stress. I think this is where anxiety comes in. It's not when we get stressed because we get stressed. All of us get stressed. Mm -mm. Uh, everyone gets anxious. But and then the anxiety comes in when we enter into a cycle of, of stress. I'm stressed. Or I'm worried I'm going to get stressed. And so I keep going. See, the apostles got stressed. Think about them on the boat. You know, when there was the storm, they were stressed that they were going to die. But what did they do with the stress? One, they could have got stressed about the stress and talk among, amongst themselves. But what did they do? They took the stress to Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus had a solution. Yeah. So this is what we do. We go through the storm, we go through stress. But what are you doing with the stress? Are you going to the other disciples? Are you complaining? Mm -hmm. Are you gossiping? Are you worrying? And or are you taking that stress to Jesus who is the solution? And sometimes he doesn't solve the problem. Yeah. Like the way you understand it. Sometimes the, the storm stays. But the amazing thing is, you know, that Jesus is there. Mm. I, I travel on the... 
um, on planes, and um, very often um, people know that uh, I'm a priest, and when I, when I'm there, they said, "Ah, okay, there's a priest, so we're not going to crash." <laughs> so, so uh, they went on a particular flight that we were on together. That was quite licked yes, and was very scary. Very, but. It's not. It's not the point because it could crash if, if there's a priest. But the point is that that point is like imagine we had that attitude with Jesus. Oh, okay, um, it, it's going to be turbulent. Mm. It's going to um, we're going to fly, but it's going to be okay because Jesus is with us. Mm. And so that's that's peace. Now, how is okay? It's not the way we always interpret it. Yeah. Yeah. So do not let your hearts be troubled. I think comes down to the point of you're going to go through trouble. Your mind might be troubled, but don't let your heart be troubled. It travels from the mind to the heart when we take the stress and we stress about the stress. It stops to it stops from going to the heart when we give it to Jesus. So mm. give it to Jesus before Amen. it goes to your heart. Love it. I love awesome. that. Thanks, yeah. Squash. <laughs> Good chat, people. <laughs> Good Until next time. Um, I was going to say this gospel passage is very popular at funerals. I've sung at many yeah. funerals and I remember hearing this like often like many days like consecutively. Again, I can't find the word. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I feel like this gospel is a very good um, indication and it promises our salvation and this is why it's in those liturgies for the dead. So um, Jesus is obviously speaking to his disciples in this. We know this. But we can take this as a personal message for ourselves as well. When Jesus is saying, I'm preparing a place for you, I will come back again and take you to myself so that where I am, you also may be. Jesus has gone back to the Father's house and he promises to come back at the hour of our death to take us to be with him and the Father forever. This is the good news of our faith. This mm -hmm. is the promise of our salvation and it's very fitting and comforting to be to have these words proclaimed at a, at a funeral liturgy mm, totally yes. i think for me what that says to me is like jesus wants me in heaven mm, jesus yes. wants you listening in heaven he he is cheering for you he cannot wait like obviously he's in your life now but um he wants you to be in heaven and i'm gonna admit and i, I could be the only one there could be only one person who listens <laughs> to this that can relate to me and that's fine but um i think sometimes i definitely if i'm honest i fall into the trap of feeling like maybe I'm not welcome in heaven, you know, that I have to fight or prove for my place in heaven. And and that's that's not right. I don't think that's an ordered way of thinking. And just to hear these words that love itself, Jesus himself is preparing a room for me, you know, just mm -hmm. like maybe to use a human analogy, like a, a mother and father who are expecting a baby. They spend that time, you know, setting up yes. the nursery, just in expectant hope and, and joy of, of that baby finally arriving or, you know, a host who's about to have a massive party, can't wait for the guests to arrive and they get everything in order. Like, Jesus, love himself, is preparing a place for us mm. in heaven. I'm, I'm meant to be there. I've got it. There's a door with my name on it and it's my room yeah. and he can't wait for me to arrive. Like, ah. Oh, this is a really great reminder to you and to me, like Jesus wants you to be in heaven with him. And you're not going to show up and then all of a sudden say, oh, you're here. I, sorry, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting you here. <laughs> yeah. it's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> no, it's like he's welcoming us 
home. He's welcoming mm. us to, to this place, to these ma- many rooms. But also, he's going to show us how to get there. There's like yeah. the many rooms, many monai is the Greek word. But also, he's not only, he's the prodromos to the monai. I'm using Greek words because I, again, want to sound photosynthesis. But the, the <laughs> I need subtitles, <laughs> please. please help. Google Translate. <laughs> but uh, the prodromos is someone who leads you there. So, so a, a prodromos is someone who's like, instead of telling you, hey, that's the way to heaven. No, he'll say, uh, like, you're asking for directions, you know, before the G- GPS is came in. <laughs> and, and you'd ask uh, for direction. He'd say, go straight an Italian will tell you always just sempre dritto <laughs> just go straight, straight and you'll find your way but in actual fact it's not straight so it's like go straight turn left then turn right then go for another four kilometers turn right turn left and then we, there's two roundabouts go around it twice turn left and then right and then you should be about um, five miles from where you should have been but <laughs> that's a good explanation so but Jesus will say no look this is th- that's the way to it but actually it's so complicated and you're gonna get lost so l- l- let me take you there let me yeah. walk you there. Mm-hmm. Let me drive you there. And so this is what the prodromos is. Someone who says, look, it's too complicated. It's too. It's not too complicated. It's impossible. You're going to get lost. Yeah. So I tell you what, I'm going to come and I'm going to take you there. Mm. And he's going to take you to your room, which is prepared for you, like the child's room. I love that analogy mm-hmm. of, of, of like the months and months of preparation. It's not just a preparation, but it's so much thought. And mm. um, they paint the room to make sure that it's painted by the time the baby is born the smell of the paint will be gone everything (laughs) is intentional in that room and it's the same with god leading us to the place the intentional place that he prepared for us i was going to say jesus not only shows us the way to heaven but jesus also shows us the father and everything jesus does um throughout is meant to show us this relationship that they have Mm. so knowing jesus means that he you know that he reveals the Father and we see this through this gospel passage. And how does Jesus do this? He shows us the Father through his words and through his works and it's the Father who's working through him. Um, and you can't see the Father without Jesus who reveals him. And this is a could be a bit of a difficult thing to understand. Even the disciples themselves who were with Jesus still didn't know what was going on. Philip is still asking Jesus, show us the Father. Um, when basically Jesus is like, mate, I've been doing this the whole time mm. you were here. How could you not get that? Um, so I think it can be also hard for us to understand. Like even the language in this gospel passage can be, I know I, myself, I had to read it a few times just to get wrap my head around it. So if the disciples are not understanding, be easy on yourself if you're not understanding yeah. it either. Yeah, exactly. And it's again, Jesus is at the end of the day, it's not about understanding, it's not about knowing at all, but just trusting in Jesus and letting Jesus mm. be. It's about relationship. I am the way, not my theology is the way, not mm. understanding me is the way, not obeying me is the way. None of that. It's I am the way. So hold on to me. Hold on to me. Let go of everything else. And that includes your your well-formed theology and all of that. But hold on to me. There's mm. a beautiful song. You can have all this world, but give me Jesus. And that's all we want. You know, Lord, you can have all this world, but give me Jesus. Mm. Anyway, I want that. Encounter by FRG Ministry presents our online subscription package. As a member, you will receive digital on-demand access to Encounter's growing library of online courses. Encounter and Encounter Youth online courses cover teaching, devotional, and practical elements of the Catholic faith to help individuals, Teachers, students, and parishes across the world grow in their faith and understanding of the Catholic Church and their relationship with Jesus Christ. 
Current titles include Knowing Mary, School of Prayer, Introduction to the Bible, The Mass, and more, with new courses being added regularly. All Encounter courses include high-definition videos with expert and engaging speakers, testimonies from everyday Catholics, and downloadable content including interactive PDF guides, prayer cards, and wallpapers. These courses are also accredited for professional development for Catholic education staff in Australia. All Encounter youth courses include teaching videos, interactive teacher and student PDFs with lesson plans, and guided prayer and reflection. For more information about enrollment and subscription options, head to www.encountercourses.com subscription. Be sure to follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Encounter Courses. So much of today's scripture shows us that Jesus reveals to us the Father. If you know me, then you will also know the Father. So how do we get to know the Father through Jesus? That's what I want to talk about today. Mm. Three ways we can get to know the Father through Jesus. So I'm going to launch straight in. Number one, Scripture. Read the Gospels. Mm. As I said before, everything that Jesus says and does reveals the Father. So study what Jesus says. Study his work. Study how he interacts with all types of people. And the more that you do this, the more you will have an idea of the heart of the Father and the, the character of the Father through what Jesus says and does. And I, I always, whenever I think this, um, I always think of Kath and Kim <laughs> and her famous <laughs> saying, look, look at me. me. Yeah, and yeah. Say it. Justin, look at me. Look at me. So for those of you who are not Australian, you have no idea what you're talking about. But <laughs> it's very funny. So yeah, so if you want to know Jesus, just look at Jesus. If you want to know the Father, just look at Jesus. That's exactly a mirrored image, perfectly. Mm. Yeah, I, it's, it's weird. I think sometimes I am... Um for certain things in my life, I will go to Jesus, but then there are certain other scenarios or requests that unintentionally my mind automatically clicks to like God the Father. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of almost like they are kind of blended into one. And so I suppose maybe I do yeah. understand. And again, that's a, not to go into all of this, but we're doing the reality check here. But it's anthropomorphism. It's, it's very much dependent on our relationships with our human relationships. Yes. If we had a yes. bad relationship with our fathers, it's going to be very difficult to see God mm. as a loving father and much easier to associate with Jesus as the son. Yeah. So that's part of that as well. Mm. So what a responsibility for fathers to reflect God the Father. Yeah. Amen. Number two, Prayer. So pray to the Father in Jesus' name. So we know from Scripture the one mediator between God, the Father, and humanity is Jesus. We read that no one comes to the Father except through me. So talk to Jesus, develop your relationship with him, and approach God the Father through Jesus. So pray to the Father in Jesus' name. What does it mean, again, to pray in Jesus' name? It's not that. To pray in someone's name is to come in someone's name. When I walked, um, I don't know, I worked with my dad in the factories, you know, and he had a lot of employees. He has a lot of employees. And um, whenever I went to work, it was different to when the other employees went to work because they knew I was the son of the father, the son. And so everything I did, it was as though they were there. So um, when they asked me something, they knew I was going to go to my dad with it. If they did something (laughs) wrong, they knew I would have, or there was a risk of me talking to my dad about it. So and when we pray in Jesus' name, we are basically, God, Jesus is the, uh, the mediator, the one through whom we, we, we see and access the Father. Mm. So it's like, um, yeah, but except 
um, Jesus had more authority. And you know, I got fired from my father's work because I couldn't sweep. <laughs> really? <laughs> I didn't know how to sweep. He employed me to sweep the factory and he used to have to send employees after me to sweep after me. But anyway, That changes to your entire analogy. <laughs> I was going to say there was no roadway back in those times that you could have commissioned. No, no. I have issues now. I, I, I like everything very clean and swept. Third thing. Number three, um, model your life on the life of Jesus. So I think throughout Jesus' life, he gives us the perfect example of a life that is pleasing to the Father. He shows us how to love and serve others and submit to the Father's will, which is exactly what we're called to do. And he also shows us how to trust the Father in all circumstances. Um, so the more that we follow Jesus' example in our own life, the more we will come to know and love and rely on the Father more deeply. How beautiful as well, yes. And um, what WWJD, right? That's the one. That's the, it makes what sense. What would Jesus do? Yeah. So um, modular, be like Jesus and you'll be automatically like the Father. Mm. I like that. <laughs> that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for joining us again. Catch us on all the social media platforms. All of those links can be found at our website, catholicinfluencerspodcast.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. What else? Um, we are on a website. We have a website. Mm-hmm. Which I said. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm worried you know, about I, the buttons. I even follow us. And sometimes it kind of scares me on my feed when I see my own face really? pop up. It's actually really great. <laughs> what am I doing You're there? like, what are you doing? They're nice little clips. It's like, oh, did I say that? Like, it's, yeah. No, it's very good. It's a good reminder for us as well. And that's why you should follow. There you go. So stay in touch. Podcast at frgministry.com. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback. Um, also rate us on the platforms you have like um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts yes the more you rate us the more exposure we get as well so thank you for those of you who have done that you're all awesome and we can't wait to be joining you again from the couch next week sacred heart of Jesus have mercy on us amen, amen. <laughs> see ya bye This has been a production of OSV Podcasts. To learn more, visit osvpodcasts.com.